0: That's okay. One thousand sketches in one thousand days. Day seven hundred eighty six. Rejected sketch seventy seven. Contrarian. wondered how many backgrounds of photographs you've ever appeared in it's been something that's been playing on my mind of late
1: what are you even talking about just... why has it been playing on your mind what's the thing to spend your time thinking about
0: well just wondering how many images of me there are out there in the world that i don't know about
1: yeah, but all of them are going to be of you just, like, walking in the background. You're not going to be doing anything novelty. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. So. Really,
2: <laughs> if any of us are doing something novelty. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> that's
0: true. I don't know. Working in a sort of touristy area of a touristy town, I'm, I'm guessing I've got to be in thousands.
2: I reckon so. Barb,
3: got the book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of them have my penis <laughs> on display, Simon.
3: Uh, you never know. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm fairly
4: certain.
1: But why are you thinking about it? Yeah.
4: Just wondering
3: how I many are. I think
1: it's a are. great
4: question. I'm now thinking I think so. about it. More um, we... concerning, think of how many acres of footage you're on in security cameras every time you walk up and down the street.
3: Mm. Mm. Yes. I mean, yes. I guess a lot of
4: it doesn't get saved. True. But... At least most of that will be deleted. But,
0: but, but still, yes. some of
3: it will be saved for various reasons, I'm sure. My is on Google Maps twice in, the, in Street View. It's like different years... Different
1: yeah, she wasn't running after oh. the
0: camera. I was hoping she was running round it to try and get to the other side <laughs> what, of the road.
4: What, what, what <laughs> like how <laughs> they film <laughs> the Matrix, isn't it? Yeah. Put <laughs> the other way round.
3: Yes. What one time she was waiting for the bus at the bus stop and the next time For how long? Thinking...
0: <laughs> 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 All eternity
4: now.
3: <laughs> yes, that's right. Enshrined <laughs> in amber. Probably forever. Yeah, I think it's actually it was nearly in the same picture because where the bus stop is, was actually taken a different time. So you can kind of go to the bus stop and then kind of like scroll up the water and she's there again. <laughs> there you go. Oh, so I don't think I'm curious you.
1: You can go back to like 2008, can't you? Some people have seen like their dead relatives and things mm. just yes. pottering around in their gardens. I think we've
2: had this chat a couple we of years ago on this. I think we did. Oh,
0: <laughs> Oh, well, let us move on to today's reject, then. It appears to be a three-hander. There's a woman, who I think will be Laura. Thank you. There's a man, who I think will be Simon. And a doctor, who I'll give Daniel a go at.
3: Thank you very much.
0: I do not believe there are any other aspects that need verbalising.
3: Thank you for seeing us at such short notice. I know your time would be very valuable.
2: No problem. You were fortunate that a client cancelled at this nice exposition at the beginning. No problem. You were fortunate that a client cancelled at short notice and left us this handy slot. So let's get down to business. Right, so far
4: this is a uh, this is textbook. <laughs> yes. Certainly wasn't rejected for this opening line,
2: so that's for yes. sure. <laughs> Back of the net. <laughs> I believe you want to talk to me about um, your daughter?
1: That's
3: right. Mary, she's seven.
2: Excellent. Mary, so tell me what, in your relationship with young Mary, has brought you here.
3: Well, it's, uh, she can be a little, I I, I don't know how to say this without sounding uncharitable to my only daughter, but sometimes being around her, one gets the feeling that she can be a little, not to put too fine a point about it, somewhat. Um, She's contrary. Yes, that's the puppy. Bloody contrary. 24-7
1: 24-7 contrary.
3: I see. And in what form
2: does this contrariness manifest itself, would you say?
3: Oh, so many examples. I I, I don't know where to... Um.
1: What about the garden, darling?
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Uh, so, right. We asked Mary to help us out in the garden. Uh, it was a bit of a mess, right, because we'd done nothing since we moved in.
1: That's about two years ago.
3: Yeah, so we thought Mary might like it. we have been desperately trying to find something to make our less freakishly weird... <laughs> So it seemed like a good idea So I asked her to choose the flowers So it would be a family thing And guess what she did
2: Rebelled perhaps? Chose unsuitable blooms?
3: Nah, 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 nah they, they were lovely Silver bells and pretty maids I, I love them And all those others I, I forgot what they're called
1: Cock something Cock, cock,
3: cock whatever is gorgeous No, but Mary <laughs> white, Contrary as you can imagine <laughs> got up early in the morning and planted the flowers, get this, all in a row.
1: I wanted a border, a raised bed perhaps at the back, birdbath, water feature, not a single straight line of flowers stretching as far as the eye can see.
3: Even worse. She got to the end of the garden, she had some flowers left over, so do you know what she did? She kicked down the fence, carried this row, right into the neighbor's garden.
1: I was so embarrassed.
3: It. That's not contrary. I, I don't know what contrary is. Hmm.
2: I wonder whether what you perceive as contrariness is actually a sign of autism.
3: Are you saying Mary's mental?
2: No, not in the least. But those people on the autistic spectrum can often find difficulty in comprehending the accepted boundaries of social situations, or indeed back gardens. They apply a sort of brutal logic to every event and find it frustrating that others see things differently. It requires communication and understanding. Yeah, that could be right. Quite. For example, autism often expresses itself in a compulsive mania, in habitual or obsessive activity. You've got to dock,
3: because Mary, you see, has this little lamb.
1: Lovely white fleece.
3: Yeah, all right, love. Keep to the point. I tell you, Doctor, everywhere that Mary goes...
1: Everywhere,
2: mind.
3: ...she has to have that lamb with her. Quite unhygienic, if you think about it. Excellent. A textbook
2: case of Asperger's
3: agnophilia.
2: Well, of course, I'd have to meet Mary to confirm the diagnosis, but I think we're well on the way to a solution. There's nothing bad about autism, and in fact, it's often a sign of great intelligence. But you may find you both need to be more accommodating. I can recommend a good book on the subject if you wish.
3: Oh, thank you very much.
1: Yes, thank you for your help. You really are brilliant, Dr Little Boy Blue.
2: Well, I don't like to blow my own trumpet. I mean, fuck mm. me. <laughs> mm. The amount of things that are wrong with that sketch. <clears throat> Number. But yes.
3: Yeah, I didn't quite see it going there. I kind of tried. It was like pointing out that like planting bulbs in a row is a reasonably logical thing to do and not that contrary.
4: Well, that's the point, isn't it? That was the instinct behind it. Because when I was a little kid, I thought contrary, because it's not a word I'd ever heard outside of the nursery rhyme, hmm. meant logical uh, or tidy. Ah. And then I was told, ah. no, contrary means deliberately awkward. It's like, what, by planting flowers linearly? That's even <laughs> a really strange example to bring up. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's not a very good sketch.
1: Yeah, it's not a good sketch. And I'm not sure that the autism diagnosis is... Necessarily the right fit for the sketch. No. However gently we've treated it in the sketch, I think it's probably not the uh, yeah, right one, and this good. is why we've rejected it. Yeah,
3: yeah I don't actually fair.
1: know that last reference, the little boy blue. Don't know.
0: Come blow my horn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> yeah, but put that to one side for a minute, Alistair. I don't know this reference.
4: You're not cooking now.
1: <laughs> um, is it no, not? I don't.
4: Come... Come blow your horn. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> come blow your horn. The sheep's in the meadow. The something has gone. I've no idea what you're talking about. Really? Maybe you don't know that, that either. No. Um, really? And no. Simon, I'm sorry, I'm presuming you don't know it because you're foreign.
3: Do you presume, Cracking? Wow. Yeah, okay. Maybe
4: that's one of the reasons we rejected it as well. I mean, I thought it was maybe a that's... terrible punchline, but it's even maybe... worse if you don't know what it
3: means.
0: <laughs> Maybe there's something really, really dark in it further along in the nursery rhyme that meant it was banned at some point
4: between our childhoods and theirs. Maybe. Yeah, because nursery rhymes don't have anything bad in them, do they? (laughs) Never.
0: (laughs) One Thousand Sketches in One Thousand Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Laura Taylor, Dan Mitchell and Simon Tui. It was produced by Alastair Tervet. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.